Welcome back, Quality Bullshit, episode 8. Let's get it. Hello, how is everybody today? We are recording this fairly late, later than usual. It's almost 9 o'clock, but we all have busy days, so... Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Hope everybody had a good Father's Day. Um, To all the dads out there. Yep. Yep. All the fathers and dads and everything in between, I guess. Uh, How was everybody's week? Good. Pretty good. Uneventful, (laughs) but... (laughs) Yeah, it was good. 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. How was yours, Jerry? Oh, it wasn't bad. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll start with just... Random shit that happened during the week. Um, last week end or whenever, I don't know, we finally got some rain. Mm-hmm. So I have a story about that. Um, two things happened to me that particular day. The first day, or the first thing was um, I was trying to turn a light on over the stove. It's got one of those pole chains or whatever. And I pulled it and the chain like broke. So, uh, I took the light off the wall and, uh, didn't turn the electric off. (laughs) So I'm sure you can understand where this is going. Uh, didn't turn a breaker off or anything. I didn't realize it's just like a a light that's plugged in. I could have just unplugged it, but Mm. took the light off the wall, unscrewed the wires from the things to get to the pole chain to retie the string on. And they unplugged. You know, everything came off all right, and then when I went to go turn it back on, or uh, screw the wires back in, I hit the, must have hit the positive, and, you know, touched the wires wrong, and there was a big spark. <laughs> oh, really? Yep. And, I thought uh, you were going to get a little jolt or no, something. No, I wasn't touching any metal, oh, okay. luckily, but there was a big spark. Brooke was sitting next to me. She turns like, what the <laughs> hell was that? I was like, oh, don't worry about it. It was nothing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but... That turned the electric off for me. I came down, the breaker was tripped, so <laughs> <laughs> so I just turned it off for safety and then fixed it up, turned it back on, works fine now. Oh, good deal. But that was pretty funny. And then there was one of those days that it rained all day. Oh, yeah. So I think when I came back down here to turn the breaker back on or something, I heard, like, it sounded like a freaking waterfall. And so I was like, man, it sounds like a freaking waterfall in here. What the hell? I thought it was just, like, the sump pump run nonstop or something. Mm-hmm. So I went over there to the sump pump, and there's the windows above the, you know, whatever, like the mm-hmm. basement windows, whatever you want to call them. There was water just pouring down the wall in the inside in the in the basement. Luckily, Ooh. it was the window right next to the sump pump, so it was just going right oh. into the sump pump. But holy crow! So I go up to go upstairs and tell Brooke, "Yeah, we got a bit of a situation in the basement. Where there's a <laughs> waterfall coming down the wall." She goes, "Oh my god, what the hell? Always something with this house." Oh, yeah. Welcome to being a homeowner. So she calls her dad and explains the situation. And he said, uh, uh, probably, it's probably your uh, gutters are plugged up or something. So, in a, I wouldn't say call it torrential downpour, but it was bringing pretty it, good yeah, out. Yeah, it definitely was. It was a downpour. And so we went outside. I got up on the roof and had to unclog the gutters in the, in the middle of the, the rain. Pouring rain, <laughs> yeah. So. But they, they all were, you know, they were plugged, so I just went around and unplugged them all, and everything seems to be fine right now, so I'll just have to be sure to keep an eye on that yeah. from now on. Well, that was an easy fix. Though, yeah, was. luckily. Yeah, no, we, we'll go oh, ahead. Oh, okay. Funny story about that day we got all that rain is, uh, well, I had to work inside at the marina, and I was waxing a boat, and then the boss said, well, probably clean that prop up, too, because we're going to sell the boat. So, um... I go to clean it, and I'm like, well, uh, what's the best way to do this? And I'm asking Nick because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So he goes, well, probably using acid. And I was like, huh, well, I've never used acid before. (laughs) And uh, don't use it inside because it stinks. (laughs) Yeah, the fumes, for sure. So uh, he goes, well, you have to do it outside. Mind you, it is downpouring outside. And I'm, I'm a fairly large man, so I can't just sit under the little overhang. <laughs> and um, I tried for about five minutes and came back in when I was completely soaked, and I said, a hey, bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> what so, kind of acid was it? 
probably muriatic acid or something maybe oh. i know that's what that's the kind of acid we'd use to clean the pool and stuff oh gotcha all i know that's is that work. it burns if it goes on your skin <clears throat> yeah and i hmm. found out firsthand Oof. yeah that rainfall we had like two inches of rain yeah. in a matter of hours yeah. yeah it was pretty good rain we needed it yeah we yeah, did, did. drop was really hard everywhere and mm-hmm. that kind of helped a lot for sure made golfing better yeah, yeah you could put your tees in the ground for one yeah right yeah, we all went golfing this weekend a couple times, multiple times. Oh, yeah, Brandon, you, three times. Yeah, you golfed three days in a row. Three, well, two of the games were true. The uh, the last one, we <laughs> Hunter and I went out, and we kind of got annoyed with uh, everybody that was out there. Yeah. So, uh, what did we do? We dive-bombed through the woods and skipped ahead and then played well, pretty true from there. Yeah, that's the short of it. Yeah, why don't, why don't you fill us in? You want me to walk you through it? Yeah. No, why don't you run me through it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll run you through it. So we showed up. Like, we're like, ah, oh, we'll get there early, you know, and to beat the rush, whatever. Well, everybody had the same idea, apparently. So we showed up. What time did we get there? Like 7.30? 7.30. Yeah. And we're playing. We catch up to this group in front of us. We're like, oh, sorry, there's slow pokes in front of us, whatever, yada, yada, yada. It was a father-son duo, you could tell. And they weren't doing themselves any favors because they would literally wait for the people in front of them to, like, get onto the green on, like, a par five. And then the kid only, like, well, I call him a kid. He's probably Jeremiah's mind's age. He literally only hit the ball 20 yards every time, the poor guy. So it just, it was bad. We followed them all through the front nine. And then what hole was it? Hole 12? Hole 12. We said, you know what? Screw this. And we just picked up and... Yep. <laughs> I said, Squatch, we can make a run for it right now. We can get in front of the people in front of us and the people in front of them. And it doesn't look like there's anybody in front of them. So Squatch was like, let's do it. So he's just dive bombing through the hedgerows, <laughs> trying to get in front Jeez. of everybody. That was fun. You know, there's people <laughs> teeing off on the hole we're driving yeah, through. Yeah, I was like, don't know. get hit. Don't get hit. And he's like, <laughs> we're screaming through there. Wild well, puddles fun. on the right, and let me tell you, that thing was all the way down. Yeah, I wasn't looking. going downhill too, but it worked out after that. But we skipped a hole and a half, basically. Yeah, we both drove over the pond first try. I know Jerry and I did it too the other day. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, according to my phone, I tracked yeah, the shot on that today. I was two hundred sixty yards, which for me is a pretty good. Drive. We both drove the same exact yeah. distance too, but like yep. twenty feet good apart. Deal. Uh-huh. Like not like a part, but like you yeah, know I mean? like sideways. Right. Yeah, like we were both went the same distance. It was a pretty good round today. It was okay. Jerry, how'd our round go? Yeah, we golfed Saturday, and uh, it was pretty good. I mean, I didn't count my drops, but um, yeah. it was. I felt really good swinging the clubs, and I was uh, trying to club down a lot because I've noticed I, you know, all my shots are seem to be long when I go to that course. You so. can just say you're Jack, Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> just get out of the weight room. <laughs> so I've I've been trying to club down a bit, trying to you know, dialing my distances because I've never really ranged my clubs, so I don't really know exactly how far I hit each one. And, you know, at this skill level, it could be five yeah. yards, could be freaking 40 yards with the same club or whatever. So, but, uh, yeah, we, Brendan and I had fun. We did pretty good. We sunk a nut, couple real nice putts, um, got pretty close to the pin a few times with our flop shots. And um, I know hole 10 was really really almost really good for me um because i we had i think we both had pretty decent drives right or yeah no we both hit pretty good off the tee so and our my second shot went um left of the green and was like 70 yards out i would say roughly just inside the 100 yard pin really and so I grabbed my 60 degree, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's about about 70, I would say, if I you know, give it a full swing with my 60 degree. And so I line up the ball, whack it. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, that looks really good. I'm look, watching it, and instead of going bonk on the green, it just <laughs> I literally flew the green from 70 yards out with my 60 degree and landed in the woods behind the... I, I couldn't believe it. It was, yeah. it was crazy, <laughs> and then he hits him. Oh, I'll let you Yeah, tell. and then... Um, I'm in the woods. I found my ball, of course. It was in a fairly open wooded spot, so... And there's uh, these two trees in front of me that are, like, probably, like, 16 inches apart. And um, I'm like, you know, just for the hell of it, I'm just gonna try to see if I can get this through. And I Brendan's standing on the green because he's pretty close to the green. He had a pretty good approach shot, too. And uh, so I go, Brendan, if I don't make this through, this shot doesn't count. So... <laughs> 
like whatever I line it up, hit it, it goes right through that little gap, 16 inch gap. I'm like, I don't know how the hell I did that. And landed. <laughs> it just trickled down to the green, probably, I would say, maybe 15 to 20 feet from the hole. Mm. And Brendan and I were pretty close uh, at the same spot on the green. So uh, I let Brendan putt first. I'm like, Brendan, give me the line. And uh, he. He makes his putt. That was probably that was probably a good ten foot putt at least, yeah. right? Yeah, for birdie too. Yep. Wow. So he shot and he goes, Hey, there's your line. <laughs> Says, All right, whatever. <clears throat> so I lined up my putt and there was like a little bit of right break right at the end. And so I, I hit it. It's headed right for the hole. I'm like, Holy shit, this is about to go in. And at the last like probably two feet, it just curved a little bit too far to the right and lipped out. And I was like, "Oh my God, that's gonna ruin the rest of my day thinking about that." But it would—it would have been the putt of a lifetime, honestly, because that was such a hard angle he was at. It was—it was so insane. The the line was almost so perfect. It was, I almost the one that makes you come back. For exactly. More. That's exactly what I said to him too. I'm like, "Yep, that's the <laughs> shot. That I'm coming back." So yeah. well, you know how like some like on some of those greens on the back nine, you'll get that like little patch of bumpy shit. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the greens used to be really bad. He landed in that bumpy shit where I was today. Remember when I was telling you that's where Jerry was? Oh, yeah. That's where he was yesterday. Oh, yeah. And uh, was the pin still in the same spot? Yeah. Yeah, it was. All the pins were actually really good. I I like how they have that set up. There was one that was a little weird. I don't remember which one it was, but I remember thinking it was kind of weird. Yeah, there was one that I remember. I don't remember. I think it was on the back. It was like. It was the, the par three on the back. Hole 11. Was it the one that was in the side yeah. of the hill? Yep. Oh, that was like one of the worst freaking hole positions I've ever seen. It, it's challenging, that's for sure. But yeah, that's what you want. I hit a 7 iron off that one today with the wind in my face, in our face, pretty good clip. I was like, 7 iron will be good. I forget. It was like 160 or something. Because mm-hmm. I don't hit my clubs super far, obviously. Right. I sailed over the green into the freaking dingweeds. Yeah, because that that probably that hole's like one sixty or something, one sixty five, mm-hmm. but it plays like one forty five. Oh, does because it? it's downhill. I thought for sure, um, like with the wind in our face too. Like it was a pretty, you know, it was a pretty good wind too. But yeah, because yeah, when we played Saturday, we had the same thing. The wind was in our face. And, oh, gotcha. And I was like, ah, it plays like one forty five. So I think I'm gonna hit a nine. And Brennan's like, oh, well, the wind's in your face. I'm like, yeah, it is, but. I'd rather hit it short than long. Mm-hmm. So that one, I let's say teed it up, hit it, and it landed just short of the green. But it like it stuck. It it was like because the ground was a little and it wasn't wet, but it was a little damp. So it just it didn't submarine or anything, but it just went boom and stuck. It rolled like six inches. No kidding. That was pretty cool. I had a couple of nice shots like that. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, yeah, I did go out three times. I went out Friday and played nine right after that rain we had. Best front nine I've ever played there. Shot 41. Mm, that's it pretty was, good. I was pretty excited. I put some uh, put some fear into Daniel. <laughs> oh, yeah? Because uh, he doesn't want to lose to me because I suck. But <laughs> <laughs> Blind Squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Yeah. What about you, Jetty? Yeah, you, you new place? Yeah, there? I went to a new course this weekend that I haven't been to that I've heard a, a lot of good things about. And I took my dad out yesterday with my sister for like an early father's day round and um i didn't shoot terrible i didn't shoot very good i didn't keep score but um made a couple of birdies and pars and i don't know just it was just a decent round i really Mm -hmm. liked the course it was pretty well kept everything was mowed real nice and it wasn't really over it was probably my favorite course that i've played so far Mm -hmm. it is a nice course yeah that was uh, a wayne hills and lions right yep yeah, I've played there like once or twice. It is a pretty nice course. Mm-hmm. Um, as I recall, on the back nine, there's a hole with ground bees. Were they still there? <laughs> I saw. I think I played there with my father-in-law once, and like we hit it, and there was like just a bunch of ground bee nests. And I know exactly. Yeah. Well, I think is I it, did it's see that really long hole, right? Yeah, yeah like I think dog I did. To the I think right. I did see mm. one of them. I think I did see a couple of ground bees there, but. No, it was actually a pretty nice course. There wasn't really, I didn't have an issue with it, mm-hmm. but yeah, they do a good job over there. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised that we haven't seen any ground bees at Fairhaven this year. I have. Mm-hmm. I'm that one hole in the back corner. That's real specific. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I forget what the one 
those ground bees are the ones that like they're pretty harmless though yeah the one the one the the one like next to the pond like right after you go to the one i forget what hole it is now the short par three yes 17 that's the only hole that has it yeah Yeah. it's it's a lot better than it was last year yeah i mean most of the well i don't know if any of you guys out there played Fairhaven, but uh few years ago the greens you were not allowed to putt on you would chip up onto it and it'd be an automatic two putt and you would move on hey i say bring that back i'd actually do pretty good <laughs> yeah until you land six inches from the hole and then got a two yeah, putt. yeah true <laughs> no that owner has brought that course back quite a bit and you can tell just the difference between last year and this year it is phenomenal the one thing i'm just gonna throw that out there the old pet peeve of mine is no trash cans on the tee boxes not oh, at, not I mean, at, not at Fairhaven, but I'm saying other courses that I've been to. No tea, or no trash cans and no ball washers. Honestly, yeah, I, they need to bring washers. ball washers yeah. back. Did you have ball washers the other day, Jed? Yeah. yeah. Was there? I know they got yeah. them at Port Bay too. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was every hole, but it, it was at least yeah. every other hole. Yeah, they don't need to be every hole, but yeah, every other or yeah. every third. Same with the trash cans. Yeah. My wife and I went down to Watkins Glen. We spent a night down there Friday night, and so there's a little nine hole course above. North of Watkins Glen. So Saturday, yesterday morning, I played nine holes there. And it was a decent course. I mean, from the road, it didn't look bad. It could have used a little, you know, mow the lawn, mm-hmm. make, it, make it look a little more presentable. But it wasn't bad. Um, the course was fairly easy, pretty wide open. I only lost one ball, and that's because I shanked it into this 40-foot ravine. <laughs> <laughs> but same thing. There was, there was no trash cans on any of the tee boxes. And that, I don't know. It's do just one of my. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. Do just, they not serve food or anything there? No, I think. I don't know. But still, I don't know if they I did mean, or not. But they, I mean, they they serve alcohol and yeah, drinks they, there. They tell you not to bring your own, but if they serve drinks and stuff, they should have garbage cans somewhere. And same thing. It doesn't have to be every hole, every third yeah. hole or something. You know, would have been fine. All yep. you need was three trash cans. It'd right. Be fine. Yep. Just but, enough to drink your beer takes three beers to drink a or yeah. takes three beers takes three holes to drink a beer and yeah. then throw it out yep but that was a decent course it was fun something to do yeah we went to uh the driving range was it thursday yeah Friday? It was. thursday thursday i think yeah and uh just to get a little practice in i guess before our uh rounds this weekend and i felt pretty good for the most part that day i was i started with my 60 degree and worked up to the driver and I was uh, I was doing pretty good until I started hitting like the eight seven iron. Then I just kept chunking everything. I don't know what it was, but I was like whatever. So kept working my way up, and then when I got to the driver, I teed it up, and I had the, some pretty good shots with my driver. And I think would we say that net was two eighty out? Uh, the, we never yeah, had it was a clear like two sixty two eighty. It, it I don't know. And I definitely hit the net oh, a couple you were times. Hammer so. in the net. But that was pretty cool. Um, that was the first time I've been to a driving range, and I don't know how long since they took that one out in Williamson. So uh, we hear you're thinking about buying a new club, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's really? a, so let's hear that yeah. story. Yeah. So, Walk us through that one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it was whole eight. Uh, eight. Was it eight on the front? Yeah. Um, par three. Yep, par three. Hole eight on the front nine at Fairhaven. What was it, 120 yards? Roughly, uh, it's funny, the, the sign says 150, but they have like 120 written next to it in Sharpie. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, 120, that's like a, a real light P wedge. That's that's the whole, sorry, that's the, that's the one with the barn on the left, right? With all the no, weeds that's, in the bag? that's no, two, that's, that's whole three. three, three, sorry. No, it's, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's um, the one that we tell you that we all, that you almost, that you bounced off the tree and oh, okay. went, well, almost right. went in the cup. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was about 120. So I teed up my pitching wedge, hit it, and it went over the green. I'm like, whatever. So uh, Brendan goes, hey, give my gap wedge a, gap wedge a try. I'm like, what What? Uh, what degree is that? He's a 52. So all right, I'll give it a shot. Whatever. So I teed it up, and I go... Brennan, if I get green regulation on this hole, I might have to buy a 52 degree. <laughs> so I teed it up, hit it, bam, landed 10 feet from the pin. Right, I was like, and it was another one of those ones that just stuck. Nice. I'm like, look over, Brennan. Hey, I might have to buy one of these. <laughs> these How good nice. did that shot feel? Oh, my God, it felt so pure. Mm-hmm. 
I'm thinking about going and getting a 60 and a 52 because mm-hmm. I have a 56, but I just don't have anything in between that mm-hmm. and a P wedge. That 60 is either you got to really practice with it. You really do. Because last year I picked, I got one and used it, and I was about ready to chuck that thing in the pond. Well, you remember <laughs> when I first got mine, I couldn't I, – I, I'd spend every day after school just hitting my 60. Mm-hmm. You either chunk the ever-living hell out of it or you skull it and it goes – 200 yep. yards yep. <laughs> but nah, that just proves that practice pays off because yeah. look, look now Definitely. i can hit a flop shot yeah. and i couldn't do that you can I... hit a flop shot like no man's business <laughs> i don't know i just practice yep for sure that's like with, like the same thing i changed my whole swing speed now before i used yeah. to try and kill yep. every yep. single same. ball i can't do that anymore because it's instant slice mm-hmm. the club yep. slips in my hand and it Honestly, it kind of hurt to swing that hard. Yeah. Well, that'll happen when you play freaking 36 holes of golf in three uh, days, yeah. 24 hours. That is true. Yeah. But, um, but, so, yeah, I mean, you guys seen it. I slowed my club speed down and I hit straight now. And I, granted, I don't get the distance I used to get. But like Jerry was saying the other day, I already feel like my swing speed's like coming back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll naturally just get faster. You don't need to hit the ball. 350 yeah. yards either. See, that's, what, can, that's what I'm struggling right now with is because yeah. I want to hit the ball yep. like 400 yards yep. when right. I drive it I've and I there. just can't. Yep. And but, when I was like that, I was trying to kill everything and it was just bad shot on top of bad shot and I just kept getting more and more angry at every shot and it just really snowballed and by the end of the round, I didn't want to golf ever again. So yeah. it's it like I just got to slow my swing down and then when I did, it reminds me kind of of uh, baseball. You just kind of... Nice easy swing. And yeah, when that ball's you know on the outside part of the plate, uh-huh. you can't do just much with it. You push just gotta it push it the other way. The other way. <laughs> the other way. Yeah. yeah, but you just you know nice and easy. Remember your fundamentals and let the club do the work. And like I said, uh, club speed will come in time. When I started golfing, like a month ago, probably I would just slice everything just because I was used to baseball. But now I'm just trying to hit the ball so hard. I'm not really using my hips. Mm-hmm. and my hands are just coming around so now i'm just hitting massive draws so i just gotta get into my hips more and just make sure that my club face is is not closed to impact and then i should figure it out pretty yeah. move them hips yep mm-hmm. i'm telling you watching youtube videos i mean sometimes you're like oh i got it in the bag for like three shots and afterwards you go right back to what you used to do but watching videos will help you with your stance a lot it's it's nice having like because my dad's pretty knowledgeable with golf too and he's kind of helping me out a little bit so it's nice to have somebody who can like watch you as you're trying to make adjustments to try to tell you what to do to guide you Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where i'm at right now well like another thing that like hunter's been focusing on is like the way you grip the club. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because you mentioned something, what was it, two weeks ago, last yeah, weekend? Yeah, two or three weeks ago, yeah. And um, what was that? Was that, how would you explain that grip? Well, basically, like, when you grip the club, your left, like, hand, you bring it over top of the club more, like, you turn it over more. And, and that like helps your, you keep your, your left arm straight. Yeah, that makes and sense. And that prevents yeah. your slice, right? Well, it helps, yeah. And then, like, what Jerry said, make sure, like, on your downswing, you tuck that, your right yep. arm. Keep your left arm straight, tuck your right arm, and gets you more of a, what do you call it, in-to-out swing. Yeah. Yep. So that definitely helps, like, with your slice, I've found. I've found a lot, like, especially after this weekend, too, that arms play a big part in it, too, but it's it's a lot of hip, too. Yeah, that's yeah. where all your power comes from. Yeah, because if, if you do everything perfect with your arms and your hips don't fire at the same time, too, it's just you're just going to pull around the ball. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. Yep. That's why I'm hitting the ball left every and, time. And it's not wristy either. Yeah. Like with baseball, you know, you're rotating your, yeah. your yeah. whatever with your wrists, but golf it's not so much. Yep. Yeah, it's almost the same but a little different. It's just same moving. same but different. Yep. Yeah. Moving different parts of your body. You can't have your body stiff either. You got to be nice and loose when you golf. Yep. Yeah. Cuz mm-hmm. I used to have a real stiff body when I golfed and I golfed with Daniel. That's while well, he got me into golf and he's like you need to loosen up your too stiff mm-hmm. yep and sure enough i started improving a little bit last year once i started doing that and then i started watching youtube videos with the boys and learning more and more every day and yeah i've noticed i've done that too i've watched i I would sit there at night and watch like five freaking videos and then try to apply everything yeah. at the once. only problem is then they all contradict each other yeah. so it's like you gotta 
you got to practice whatever yeah. like one at a time and see just what works for you yep you'd watch a bunch of videos and then try to go do everything at the same time and right. you get in your head and it's like you just got to have a clear head and just whatever honestly for me it's just like whatever feels good and then work on that yeah mm-hmm. go with whatever swing is comfortable and then start making little adjustments like hunter said one and one thing at a time but on a different note, I uh, registered the bathtub this week. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Finally got that uh, dinghy in my name. So, so it was Monday. Um, I went to work. I had off Monday, but I went into work to uh, get a, the uh, the hell. Jesus Christ! The injury thought. Not I had to. I had to get a written bill oh, of sale. All oh, the bill yeah. of sale. Yeah, I had to get a written bill of sale. So I went into work, got a written bill of sale from my boss, and then went to the DMV. Walked in, actually saw another guy that I work with there. Um, he had the day off too, so which actually turned out to be kind of a blessing in disguise because I got there and sat down, and then I heard someone talking about the system was down, as as it is always at the DMV. Yeah, no kidding. I heard like the receptionist was saying, talking to someone saying, "Oh yeah, our system's down right now." So, so I sat there for probably I don't know forty five minutes, and then. Um, talking to this guy that I work with. Luckily, there was someone there to talk to. And uh, then a lady called me up to the counter and said, you know, do you have your paperwork filled out or whatever? So when the system comes back, you can just walk up, you know, pay your stuff and leave. So I took my paperwork up, gave it to her. She filled did whatever she had to do. And uh, then sat back down for another probably 10 or 15 minutes. And then finally they called my number. System was back up. They called my number and and went in. I, by that time, I was in another in fucking five minutes. So oh, nice. But it felt good to actually finally get that in my name, so I don't have to worry about anything. Got stickers on until twenty six. So perfect. Hey, other this week, I got off coming up. If there's any nice weather, I'm gonna have to take it out and do some fishing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, today's Father's Day, and um, normally you give stuff to your father and like grandparents and stuff like that, or, like grandfather. Well, it was a plot twist today because I went to go see my dad and grandpa, and he goes, oh, I got a present for you. I go, but it's Father's Day. You're supposed to have the present. Right. And uh, he's giving me a riding lawnmower for free. All I have to do is buy a battery for it. Hell yeah. Really? Sweet. What kind? Beats me. I don't know. <laughs> I just looked at it. I go, hell yeah, I'll take it. Bring it over to the links at GMB. Yeah. We're going to need a lawnmower. <laughs> I'll stripe it up for you. <laughs> oh, buddy. I'm going to be cracked on the stripes, let me tell you. Good. Yeah, cool. Very yeah. nice. But uh, You push mow that all, don't you? Well, you're, I know your neighbor helped you out a little bit or let you use yeah, his Yeah, let me use the zero turn. Normally when I push mow, we got an acre yard, and it takes me about an hour and a half. But with the zero turn, I zip through it in two and a half minutes. <laughs> Perfect. Good deal. So yeah, it's going to be a lifesaver. <laughs> My tee box in the backyard will be cut to perfection <laughs> didn't you get something else too you're telling me hmm. <laughs> cue the jeopardy theme music yeah, right. what else did i get jerry you got that sectional right oh yeah we got a we're uh we got a new sectional couch coming where the hell are you gonna put that in your house we're getting rid of all the furniture in the <laughs> i was gonna room. say because you have a small living room <laughs> we're getting That's rid of everything about. in the living room yeah. tv's going up on the wall too yeah that'll be nice yeah, oh, Sweet. I think when we do that, before we actually put the couch in, we're going to repaint everything so it doesn't look like shit in there anymore. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it does. Yeah, well, that's all right. You every, might as well. Everybody everybody lives there. We all say the same thing. Like, we got to mm-hmm. repaint the house. Like, I'm getting, my whole room's getting redone. Mm. I'm ripping everything out, getting rid of shit that I don't even know what is there half the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I've had a bunk bed for how many years now? Yeah, Too nobody many. uses the top bunk. <laughs> Top bunk's just been a storage for bullshit, so that's getting gone, and I'm putting in a regular bed, so that way I'll have more room for all my taxidermy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just thinking about that. Um, you we, you talked to the guy, what, two weeks ago, last week, something? Yeah, so no, Jim. a couple months. Jim called me last week. I was working, and I the one day I don't have my ring around, of course, but uh, he called me twice, and I missed the calls because I was... I think I was loading jet skis again, and then I checked my phone, and I was like, oh, shit, he called me. Then I seen he texted me. I was like, well, uh, just in case he's busy, I'm not going to call him. I'll just text him. And um, from the sounds of it, he started mining Jerry's bird a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So Cool. Cause I was, he called me, too. I was sitting at, in, uh, at work in the break room, and he 
my phone rang and you know he said oh i'm getting ready to mount your bird here i need you to send me that picture again how you want it mounted because i got my phone switched to 5g and the pictures won't load or whatever so i had to send it to him again but it's like wow that seemed pretty quick he's already starting to mount them that's good yeah that is good i'm pretty excited i already got my spot picked out where i'm gonna hang it are you where are you gonna put it it's so above the couch where that window frame thing is with the four seasons at camp oh yeah put it right there and then hang that picture somewhere else cool yeah, that'd be nice. So it'd be like the centerpiece. Of you the got that room. stud Drake Mallard, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah that was a, that was a farm bird, bird too. Yeah, it was yep. a, yeah, you could tell that was a migrator. Yeah, I'm kind of running into a propaganda at my house. A I propaganda? Am, I don't know if that's propaganda. the right word. I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> no, we'll I'm, roll I'm running into a situation <laughs> in my yeah, okay. house. We'll, we'll, we'll cut that go. out. We'll cut that out. No, we'll leave it. We'll leave it. So I'm running into a situation in my house where I'm running out of room for all my taxidermy. That's quite the propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to get a one bird mounted a year. Yeah. And um I'm running out of room. <laughs> so uh, What do you got? You got I that, got a Drake, Drake Mallard, Mallard, a Buffalo, the turkey fan, and my first deer. Oh yeah. And my room is small, you know that. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're sitting in a big old basement. I was oh, gonna yeah. say we need Plenty to hang, room we need to hang one up behind like our podcast table yeah. next to the flag. Honestly. Well no, the plan is to get the uh the Iron Man light with the goose. <laughs> oh yeah, we <laughs> talked about that. I'm it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Oh, it's I'm gonna, gonna have happen. to get two birds mounted this year. That's gonna happen. Yeah, well, that, that's a good topic. What's everybody's bucket list bird? Oof, that's a good one. Golden eye, I guess. Golden doodle. Golden doodle will be good. Um, we doing a top three. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do a top three. We'll All do right. a top three. Go ahead, Jerry. Um, I would say uh, golden doodle probably number one. Um, oh, I don't know. What are those uh, black and white ones that we shoot over or by the break wall with the long tails? Oh, old squaws. Old squaws. That would be. You have one of those, mounted, right? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, that would be cool. I would like to have one of those. Old squaws, or if you want to be PC, the long-tailed ducks. Yeah. That's a real original. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know a whole lot of birds, but that would be cool to have. I, I, a redhead. I would definitely yeah. would love to get a redhead yep. mounted. That would be awesome. No puddle ducks? I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to look. I just want cool well, birds, <laughs> cool-looking drakes. I mean, your puddle ducks, your mallard, well, you're getting a mallard done. Yeah. Like a wood duck, your pintail. Teal. Too, too many to choose from. I want one of everything. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's my end goal is to get as many as I can before sure. I kick the bucket. But hopefully I can get a pintail before that happens. So I think my top three would probably be in no particular order: redhead, golden eye, and wood duck. It's a good top three. Yeah, that is a really good top three. What about you, Hunter? I already know what you, your you already know. Is. You already know what my number one is. Oh, it's pintail. I, yeah, those I birds would, are so cool. I would lose my shit if I shot a pintail, especially on the farm. Yeah, I mean that'll probably never happen, but a guy can dream. Um, What's the scientific name for bluebills? Scop. Scope. Scop, like less, scope. There's lesser, lesser and greater. I don't know what the. Just curious. Yeah, those are cool too. I like. Those. Yeah, those are cool birds too. Um. To get mounted. I I mean, I would like to get a nice plumed out Drake Woody. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. Me. I think Redhead, too. Mm-hmm. Redhead would have to get on there because mm-hmm. I've never shot one of those. Canvas bag would be cool, too. Everybody, I don't know exactly what the hype is. I don't know if it's just because they're rare or what. Like They call them the king of ducks, and I don't really know why. I don't know. But Are they, like, bigger? They are bigger from what I've, you know, read whatever. But... I don't know. I, it would be cool to see one or shoot one, I guess. But I think redhead, redhead, pintail, and like a nice Drake Woody. That's another good top three. Yeah. Judd, I know you're looking at the duck identification. Yep. On the Actually, I was just about to pull that there's, a lot, there's a lot to choose from. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I think a, like a, a nice ring neck or a redhead, and then maybe like um, probably like a, a nice Woody too, like a wood duck. That would be mm-hmm. nice. I know ringnecks around here, they're some around, but they're not super abundant. Right. But So my, I don't know if I can contain this to just three, because this is really hard. Oh, um, one of everything. Well, obviously, who doesn't want one of everything? But, um, yeah, no, I've always, I mean, I had the opportunity to shoot a nice Drake Woody last year, but I shoot a full choke, and you guys already know the story. That was in a yeah, podcast. That'll, that should have been the one I had on my wall. 
Yeah. Right on well, the farm. Well, that's my issue is I'm going to end up shooting too many, and I'm going to have to start bringing them to your guys' house. Uh-huh. Hey, well, hey, that's a win-win for you guys. Well, yeah, I shoot them, I pay for them, and they end up in your houses, and it looks cool. Well, you'll get them back once you get your own place. Nah, leave them here. All right. <laughs> yeah. But um, he's just gonna move into your basement, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold enough down Good. there. It is. I'll take it. Um, I don't know. That's hard. I mean, like I said, obviously the wood duck, and then probably a bluebill, bluebill or redhead. I'll take either or. Mm-hmm. Why not both? Because I got to save the third spot. <laughs> so he's cheating. It. Whichever one comes first. So he's really sneaking a fourth in there is what he's yeah. doing. Man, you're smart. <laughs> Ma. Honestly, probably, I've always wanted to shoot a golden eye. I mean, I've technically shot one. It was a hen. Yeah. And it was in a group of murgies, so I don't know what the hell that <laughs> duck was thinking. Yeah, honestly. But I don't know. That's hard. I mean, obviously, I want to shoot a pintail, but mm-hmm. like you said, a man can dream. <laughs> Well, they're around. It's just you got to hunt early season for them because they like to migrate. So for my last duck, I'd probably have to say a nice plumed out Drake Greenwing teal. Mm, Greenwing, huh? We've shot a couple of them, but I've never shot a Drake. I've only shot hen Greenwings. No Murgies? You don't want to mount any Murgies? I'm getting (laughs) one done right now. I'm pumped for it. Hen Murgie? No. (laughs) But um, I don't know. So, uh, you got a new duck call under the radar and didn't tell anybody, Jerry. I'm pretty sure I told you guys. I got it it a while ago. It sounds phenomenal. When'd you get it? I don't know. I can actually... When he got got his crow call, because I remember he ordered his crow call, but I never heard anything about the duck call. I'm pretty sure I told you I got two new ones. I don't... I can't remember. That duck call is... Sounds pretty good. Mint. Where is it? Upstairs. Ask him. I was feeder chuckling that thing, and... It, it was, was at least a, 15 weeks ago. It was, 15 weeks ago. It's acrylic. Oh, It almost yeah. sounds just as good as your uh, I like that. Your I duck, like the look duck of call. That. Yeah, acrylic calls are good. Yeah, Um. so I am pro staff for uh, Beaver Creek Game Calls. They're, I think, what the guy, oh, I don't want to get this wrong, but I want to say it's like, He's based at like Penfield or something. I don't know yeah, how true that is. I think that is pretty accurate. But uh, so I get a decent discount with a promotional code. Um, so I got that crow call and that duck call for like 65 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I think that duck call alone went for like 50 or 60. Yeah, I believe So that it. was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then with the discount code the guy gave me... Um, you get he like throws in like a free hat or something with every order or a shirt or something so that's pretty cool shout out to beaver creek duck calls or game calls rather beaver creek game calls.com go order your calls they're all handmade guy makes them to order they work really well i got a few of them i got i think i have two duck calls a crow call and i think i have a goose call from him so mm-hmm. they and, all sound really good yeah. too yeah yep they do Support yeah, he, local. He does great work. And Beaver Creek is actually right out in Wolcott. Because when I first, you know, I was just screwing around, messaging a bunch of um, companies oh, yeah. on Instagram and like, oh, where are you based out of? Because I want to, like you Hunter said, I want to support local. I want to buy from someone, you know, somewhat close to us. So um, I reached out to this guy and he's like, oh, I'm based out of whatever Penfield and um beaver creek is actually right in wolcott i'm like no shit i live like 10 minutes from there so mm-hmm. and uh i saw the ad on facebook or whatever it said pro staff wanted so you know whatever emailed just for shit so i was like yeah whatever and then you know the guy emailed me back and he's like oh here's a promotional code anytime you want to order something just use this and you'll get you know whatever percent off and so i've made a couple orders from him and like i said they're all handmade they look really good they sound really good they do awesome work so yeah. We've called a bunch of ducks in with those. Called a lot of geese in, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I like that goose call a lot. Oh. And those are those are wood, right? Yeah, the the one duck call and the goose call I have, and that other duck call is acrylic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are nice. It's hard to find, like, actual wood calls anymore, too. Yeah. Yeah, and they say they're all made to order. Ones that yeah. sound decent, too. Right. So it takes a few weeks to get them in, but... It's worth it. Yeah, and they smell really good because it's fresh turned wood with the... You know, with the yeah, and the ceiling on it, oh, or whatever, yeah. that you, whatever he uses. And he's on Instagram too, right? I believe so. Yeah, it's every, I think he's everything. I don't, th- I don't know if he's on Twitter, but I know Facebook <laughs> and Instagram. It's 
uh, Beaver Creek Game Calls at Beaver Creek Game Calls. So, well, go give them a follow, everybody. Yeah, give them a follow. Give them some business. So, did you have a chance to look at your ducks? I don't think we got your top three. Yeah, or did we? Yeah, we got. Did we get, yeah, did we, we got we? Yeah. yeah, cut that out. Yeah, yeah Brennan was the last one. I'm a moron. <laughs> What was your top three? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Uh, he said ringneck. Oh, that's right. That's right. And a, and a redhead. And a redhead. That's right. That's yeah. a that's a pretty good top three, but don't count out Mr. Hollywood. That, I forgot about I that. I would love to shoot a Spoonie. I don't know about you guys. Everybody, they, like in the Midwest, they hate on them, but. I think they look cool. Yeah, I do too. How many ducks do you see with a bill like that? Spoon Have you seen a Spoonie yeah. before? I, not in real life, but I've seen pictures. I've seen them. You definitely haven't, right, Judd? I don't think so. I'm not really I'll educated in the I've ducks seen them yet. in the springtime by the Bay Bridge, like in March a couple years ago. They must have been migrating back through. There was a ton of them everywhere. I'm counting on you guys to get me educated on that because oh, I, I want to get into it. I just never had anybody to go yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like I said before, I just asked these guys anything that I need to know right. about because yeah. I, even I still don't know half the birds I shoot. We'll it's get like, you out there. It, it's a blast, honestly, especially oh, if you get on a good hunt. Yeah, I, I mean. Just being with the boys in general. Worst comes the worst if you don't shoot. If it's a slow day or you don't shoot anything, I mean, you're still out there yeah. Yeah. shooting the shit Shoot with the, the shit, and we usually get breakfast afterwards. So. Right. <laughs> you never cool. go home empty-handed. Cool. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, Judd, what do you think about a Spoonie? Did that, make, did that just make your top three or what? Top four. Top four. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, uh, there's too many ducks out there to make a top three, honestly. Yeah. I mean, pintails are some of the coolest birds I've ever. Oh, I've never seen one in person, but snow goose. I want to shoot a snow goose yes. really bad. Yeah, I was gonna say something about a snow goose, but yeah, it, around here it's not worth it, honestly. Yeah. Well, yes and no. We had one year that I can recall that there was a ton of them, a shit ton of them on the muck. Yeah, right over here yeah. next to Jerry's house. I went out and got some pictures with my camera of them, but yep. was, that was really cool. There's that one guy who hunts in the Finger Lakes. Yeah. Um, is it? If it, you, it's want, not Tony Vandemore, is it? No, that guy's out west. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, he's a local I, guy. I know who uh, you're talking. You would know. About. Yeah. If I heard the name, I'd probably know. Uh, Final Flight. Yep. Waterfall. That's it. That'd be the guy to go with. They're based out of Cayuga, right? Yeah, he's in the Cayuga County area, Finger Lakes area, but he gets on them pretty good. Yeah, when we went for my bachelor uh, trip out to Missouri. Of course, Jerry didn't have his hunting license then. He was just a camera guy, but that was a good time. Yeah, I got saw, a discount. saw a lot of them. I wasn't shooting birds, so I didn't have to pay the that's to true. get the license and shoot. So and I just had to pay like a couple hundred bucks for lodging or whatever. I think it was the last day, that really cold day. There was ducks everywhere, pintails. I mean, you name it. And there you was couldn't ducks shoot everywhere. them. No, they weren't in season. Oh, it was February. I bet that burnt your ass pretty bad. <laughs> it was. It was a thing of beauty to see. I mean, there was just literally thousands of them, like oh in God, the sky, Jesus. just flying over. Do you remember that, Jerry? Yeah, oh yeah. That was that was a thing of beauty. That kind of brings back that one field hunt that we had. I think it was my first ever year duck hunting or bird hunting in yeah. general. You know, you always see these videos online of people hunting out west, and they, there's just millions of birds flying over them. And you're like, I really wish I could go out there and do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, good old H-Bomb Guide Services that year. <laughs> he uh, That was when we had some cold weather, actually. Yeah, and he texted me, what was it, the week the week before the hunt, and he said, oh, yeah, probably. you want to shoot this week? And I said, sign me up. Mm-hmm. That was, was that before I even bought my own gun, or was that my first? No, that was my first year with my own gun. So I was at least hunting for two years. That was my second year. And, yeah, I don't uh, remember. That was the most birds I've ever seen. Yeah. So, like the weekend before, Jerry and I went out with his buddy Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Oh yeah, I remember that. And I was geeking like a little schoolgirl because I was like, I don't, I wasn't even down there. I didn't know what to expect. So I was just like, told Jerry, I was like, yeah, if you want to go down or like with me, whatever, and we'll sit and see. Like I don't know what's down there. Like there was literally like three hundred mallards and black ducks like mixed together. Yeah, just <laughs> coming out insane. of that creek. That was Dude, insane, Jerry. I was like giggling like a little school. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Ryan yeah. probably thought I was like some little weirdo, <laughs> yeah. but I was like, "Dude, this is like unreal." Yeah, and he was like, "He's not a hunter, but he was like, that's probably the coolest thing, one of the coolest yeah. things I've ever seen." He he is a really big adventure guy. He he's in uh, UK right now. 
on a government contract for his job and he does a lot of hiking and stuff Mm -hmm. and he he loves to be outside he loves to do adventure stuff he loves to try new stuff like that he's always he's always about it he was a really big fisherman too yeah he loves to fish yep i remember we took him to the pond a couple times yeah i haven't talked to him in a while i miss him i want to go i want to visit him you want to go hiking with him i want to do something with him (laughs) but he uh Last I last I did talk to him when he um was done with this contract that he's at, he wants to move back stateside, like up by us, like Vermont or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Actually settle down and buy a place and stuff, so that's within driving distance for me. I'm definitely gonna go visit oh, him if he does that. For sure, yeah. For sure. I know his sister I think lives in Vermont right now. Well, you know what they say. When you miss them and they're gone for a while, when they come back it's gonna be ten times better. Oh yeah. Yep. yep, I always he yeah when he was in the uh, air force, he came home and visited, and it was always fun. Yeah, thank you for your service, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, he loves thank when you. people that was, says that. That was a little inside joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jed. So I know you uh, were gonna be a firefighter guy. Are you officially a firefighter now, or? So I've been hanging out at the um, at the department for a while because I went and put in my application and they gave me like a training schedule and just told me that if they if I see cars there and stuff that I can come hang out because um, I know the chief and all the guys there it's a really good group of guys and um, yeah so I've been hanging out with them and we went today I get voted in to actually be a member in like the 6th like July 6th or something like that so you were showing us earlier. You just got a new ladder truck, right? Yeah, we just went and picked up a new a new truck today because our town did, never really had access to one. We'd have to call a different department to come in and if we needed it. And we found a pretty good one for a steel and went and picked it up today and took um, some of the panels from the old town off and just cleaned it all up. Took some of the compartments apart and just cleaned all the stuff that needed to be cleaned that just had grime and just stuff all over it like road spray and stuff like that and uh it's a 75 foot ladder on the top of it and it goes up pretty good ways but we went we tested it out in the parking lot today and you get up pretty high you about, get up at about, least above the tree line like easily above mm-hmm. the tree line about 75 foot probably <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. So did you, like, swap it out? Are you getting rid of one to add that to the fleet or just, I just think, adding it? I think we're getting rid of the rescue. I think we're getting rid of the rescue truck. What's the rescue truck? It's just um, a Freightliner cab with, like, it's got a bunch of storage compartments on the back, and then there's a bunch of seats on the inside of it that have, like, air tanks and packs and just... It's basically a big ambulance. So oh, okay. basically, if you need to be rescued, yeah. they're just going to say, hey, oh, yeah. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> all, all the tools for rescue just go into that truck. They're just going to turn you away and say, no, you can wait. Yeah, I, I think this one's, it's a Spartan. I think it's a 1992. It's in really good shape. Wow. It's got got like 17,000 miles. It's like, it's pretty, pretty solid shape for really what it is. We got it for a steel, too. Nice. <laughs> Have but, you been able to operate the Jaws of Life yet? or Not yet. Oh. Let me know when that training day is. All right. I want to see that thing in action. So do I. Yeah, that'd be cool. (laughs) I've seen the aftermath because they do their practice in the, well, at least for the sodas people, they do, they have the field right next to the school and they put like an old car they get from a junkyard or something and they do their practice with the burning car, Jaws of Life, all that stuff. So I see the aftermath of that. It's pretty cool. I think we do it right in our parking lot. (laughs) Nice. Yep, like right in the back. Well, yeah, what's that little house next to it? You guys use that for training, too, Yeah, right? we went up the other day for, um, like, ladder training and just getting used to, like, like just using the restraints. And it's just an old church, pretty much. Mm-hmm. We just go up on top of that. There's a metal roof. We just stack some ladders up there and just hold them down, have a couple of the heavier guys in the department. Nah, I'm just kidding. No, it's just we just get a couple of guys up there that sit on the ladders and then... You just go up there and just get used to being on a roof and working with ladders and using like the restraints and stuff, just something to do. So what you're saying is if I were to join the fire department, I could hold the ladder. Yeah. (laughs) There's guys in there that are scared of heights. 
Just like when I you were in school and you were the anchor for the tug of war. I really was. That was the best part. We never lost. <laughs> I'm undefeated. No, I'm undefeated. It's There's, like tying a rope around a tree. They're, oh, yeah. they're pretty <laughs> lenient about what you can do as long as you just do the courses. Like I'm, I'm probably going to take all the interior and ladder and pump hop stuff that I, so I can pretty much just do whatever I have to do. You're going to jump in the water through the ice. Uh, yeah, I think you have to. Really? You're going to be one nipply boy. Let me tell you. <laughs> hey, I fell right. through once and it was not fun. It'll <laughs> well, be all right. See, he'll be a good contact to have. So that way when we fall through, if we're ice fishing, we'll just call Judd up. Exactly. Let's just hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> well, you know, now we can take chances. I'm still not taking no. You've never fell through before, so you know smart. maybe I'll let you experience that. I'll let you and Jerry go experience that. And then when Mom. you guys come back, I'll just ring you up and say, What'd we learn? <laughs> yeah, I think I get I think the meeting the next meeting is July sixth. I think that's when I get voted in. And then I have to go take like a seventy or seventy five hour course and then another fifty hour to actually do like interior and then just like exterior stuff just like basic firefighter stuff Mm -hmm. and then i can take more classes too for like pump ops and then like if i want to do like the ladder truck like run the pump on the top of the ladder i think there's a separate course for that and a bunch of different stuff that you can do so i'll probably take a couple extra courses but yeah it'd be good to be trained in all that yeah for sure so you want to know a fun fact about I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but you don't even need a driver's license technically to drive a fire truck. Really? Yep. Because like because a job for me. because it's <laughs> yeah a, right. <laughs> because it's an emergency response vehicle. Technically, you don't need one, but our department makes you at least. Yeah, I think I the mean, new truck, because of how big it is, I think they might require a CDL. It makes but, sense. Yeah, say, a ladder mean, truck. That thing's got to be a freaking forty feet long. I mean it. Right. It. It's a heavy truck alone, and then you have another that one's got a thousand a thousand gallon tank on it mm. so that's another probably six seven thousand pounds yeah. right there yeah probably eight what's a gallon of water eight know. pounds probably or is yeah. that milk yeah. or am i thinking of milk i think i think water's six and milk's probably yeah eight. you're yeah so yeah that's a lot of weight yeah. regardless yeah but i think like that's a that's 8. a 8. 8.34 8.34 yeah, so that's, that's another almost eighty four hundred pounds right there yep but yeah it's um it barely gets into our bay. It, the The top rungs on the ladder, when it's down, it'll scrape the rubber on the bottom of the shop door. And then when it's in, there's like a pipe gas main that goes through our shop. And there's you can't stick two fingers in between the top of the ladder and the gas main. Wow. It barely it barely <laughs> gets cow. in, and that's with that's with a thousand gallons of water in it. So Shit. that's loaded down. Yeah. You know? It drops it down a little bit. We had it in there with no water, and it it you probably couldn't have stuck a finger in between that and the pipe. It was, I mean, it was really tight. Where do you get your water from? Do you just get it out of the hydrants, or um, do you go to like Soda Center or the Bay or something? They filled today. They filled it up. They have a pump in, like actually in the shop that they Ooh, did it with garden hose. But I thought <laughs> you'd be there. Hold on, guys. You can you can feed it from like different trucks or hydrants or basically whatever a hose will hook to. You can get water from, which sure. is pretty. It's pretty sweet. But mm-hmm. hate to see that water bill. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. it pumped, it pumped a thousand gallons up in a couple of minutes. Unfortunately, I mean, Jerry, we're all the ones paying for it. Yeah, no kidding. Well, yes. not unfortunately. So, like, I guess. a serious question though: like, do you guys do like practice fire drills where like you actually have to spray out a fire? Yeah, I think we're doing one this Thursday. I think they have like a bunch of old houses that they're not going to do anything with. I don't know if they actually set them on fire, but they might they might like fill them with smoke and stuff and make guys go in and mm-hmm. just kind of get used to being in that kind of situation, right. but mm-hmm. I don't really know. Oh, I guess cool. I'll find out. Yeah. But yeah, I talked to the chief today and he said that I can come to him and come hang out and Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be it takes a lot of balls to be a firefighter yeah for sure i don't think i could run into a willingly run into a burning building <laughs> unless there was something really important to me right in there so uh thank you for your yeah. service in advance yeah, thank you Thanks. for your future <laughs> service i don't know it's it's pretty fun being there it's a good group of guys and it's um just stepping out of my comfort zone yeah. you know it's just something something else to do to help out the community i guess so i'm having good, fun in the process i have a good question for you what's up 
when you get inducted, let me know when the old fireman calendar comes out. I oh, yeah. see oh, you on boy. The I fold. want to see Jed in a Speedo. <laughs> I want to see him strike out and have to wear the pink skirt. I got a little teaser picture for you, Hunter. Wait. When you strike out in fireman softball. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know if you're in Wallington, right? Yeah. I don't know if Wallington does it, but I know <laughs> what's. Oh no, it's not Wallington. It's the one in the point. If you strike out in softball, they make you put on a pink skirt. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen Tyson sure, in yeah. that skirt too many times. <laughs> oh, Shout God. out to Tyson. T Bone, if you're listening, you don't want to work in softball. Oh, he he says put him behind the mound. Behind the mound. I feel like I've heard him say that. But uh, Bob said he wouldn't be able to see over it. <laughs> he definitely would not. Shout out to Bob, too. Yeah, I'll definitely have to uh, make a surprise appearance to one of these games. Buddy, why don't you join the fire department, too? Because I'm too busy for that. No. I'm only... not waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning right. to go put out a fire when i got to work it. I'll wake you day. up. That's the fun part about if volunteering. You can get up. Just shut your phone off. Yeah. Well, you I'm don't. T- you I'm t- telling you right now, if you come into my house <laughs> to wake me up without letting me know, there's going to be a, a rude awakening. <laughs> you don't, when you open my door. <laughs> better, better bring an ambulance with yeah. you. Better you don't, bring you bulletproof don't, jacket. <laughs> you don't have to go to like every single call, but like there's guys there that haven't shown up the calls in like two years. You want me to keep it a buck with you? What up? I probably would not show up to a single call. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm fishing, no, not going. Jeez. If I'm hunting, hell no, I'm not going. Jeez. If it's between 9 and 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm sleeping. It's not happening. <laughs> but if, 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 if it's during work, I mean, come on. You got to go help out. Come on. <laughs> It sounds gotta, it sounds bad, but the only reason I join is to play softball. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I think, that sounds I like that's the only reason Jed joined. <laughs> no, but, uh, I think originally they actually wanted to be there just to play softball. Probably. That's what, I don't know. that's what they were saying at the Little League game was they wanted him to yeah. come play softball. Yeah. For they gave me a schedule and everything. Mm-hmm. I was going to play the other night, but we got all that rain. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Get a little sloppy out on the field. <laughs> It's Literally. nice. It's, <laughs> I've seen the beer cooler they have. <laughs> it's nice though. It's nice though with softball because it's not really like baseball where you have to swing level. You want to hit the ball up, so oh, it's not going to screw. My, uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> so golf isn't really going to like screw yeah, up as, ba- as bad swing. as baseball. I can kind of use the golf swing a little yeah. bit. It's like I'm swinging a three iron. All I gotta say is if you start slicing or drawing worse than you do now. We're cutting your friends' team. Jeez. <laughs> because we're, as, of, as of now, we're all driving in the same location, so I'm not driving 400 different places on the course. Nah. I'll figure it out. I might have to go to the range again this week. Until Hunter gets a little nervous and then gets the hybrid in his hand. and All right, this one's going on the green, and bing. <laughs> rolls 20 yards. Hey, hit another one. I'm telling bing. you, all, all I got to do is just use my hips a little more and change my grip. Watch videos and listen to the advice that we tell you instead of just going. Gonna, no, I'll figure it out. Listen twist. to Johnny. He's gonna slice the softball after you. I actually <laughs> might. Hey, that'll. Uh, you haven't played. You haven't even swung a bat since states, right? Yeah, no, I haven't. Haven't, haven't picked haven't up. Played a bat. wiffle ball in a while. We need nope. to do that. We do. Yeah, I really want to just yeah, hit a will. wiffle ball. <laughs> I was gonna say something the other night when we all came here for the. Uh, that would have been a good idea. How many people you need though? Four's home run derby, baby. We oh, used to just right. do two on two, because right, we go. used to play in a small front yard with like a picket fence around it. It's so like a guy pitching and a guy in the outfield, or what? Oh no, I need a catcher yeah. and ump. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we would either we, we would either do that, or just if we had more guys, we'd do like three on three, or do like an all time like fielder or hitter or something, or like every inning just switch, swap it. Yeah. yeah. yeah so right. you need a pitcher, a batter, a guy. In at the least field, a, at least a pitcher like, and a guy in the field. Yeah, so right. probably two guys in the field would be good, and you know three three to so four people per team. We, way, we never would play with more than three guys, including right. a pitcher. The way my dad and I would always play, we just do one on one, and you'd set up your chair for the strike zone if it hit anywhere in the yep. chair, you know, on the fly. That was a strike, and then. It, like you hit the ball, no matter like we'd have certain like things set up. Like if you hit it like. 10 yards, it was a single. 20 yards, mm-hmm. it was a double. So on and so forth. And um, except for a home run, like if it was a home run, then it was gone. But wherever the ball landed, like 
whoever was pitching could pick it up and it had a chance to throw it to the chair. And if it hit the chair anywhere, like on the bounce, on the fly, no matter what, that was an out. Mm. So that's how we played it. Yeah. Tell you what, I got a pretty nasty fastball. Ask I'll take you a yard. No. 450 ask, dead center. Yeah. Ask Judd. I throw <laughs> he, some heat. He got me a couple times. Oh, I had him swinging for the fences. It, Buddy, it, felt, good to, it felt good to strike out a Section 5 champion. I'll <laughs> have you swinging six times at the same ball, and I'll then your pants will magically fall down. I will bunt every time, <laughs> no, and I will steal first. I'll show you the knuckleball. I'm usually Knuckle all right ball, with trying to ball. hit the same ball consecutively, but as soon as you, as soon as I think it's a fastball and somebody throws me something else, I'm swinging out of my shoes. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, he couldn't. I'll, he couldn't handle the old. I'll squash show you fastball. my two finger weight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, one more question about firefighter school. Um, oh, never mind. I forgot it. <laughs> well, that was good, Jerry. Nice question. Shit. <laughs> It'll come. It'll come back to you when you're laying in bed tonight. Speaking of fires, we could talk about the fire we had last night. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. That was was a really good. It was good for about. It's because we had the firemen here. Yep. Fire was scared. We can't hate on Jerry too much for that. The wood was still green, and we had a fuck ton of rain. Yeah, we had three inches of rain. You throw some diesel fuel on that, and you're good to go. Everybody else was saying gas, and I was like, "Hell no, it's going to explode." Got to use a diesel. Diesel, a little used motor oil, never hurt anybody. Oh, I'm telling you, the Minkos know how to start a fire. Yeah, if you can get it started. I know how to put it out. Yeah. <laughs> Jed's got to come in with his fire. I was, no more fire. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good company anyway. Oh, yeah. I really it's always like good having time. people yeah. over. It was fun to come hang out. I wasn't here for that long, and I still had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, how was your yeah. McDonald's? <laughs> it was pretty good. What'd you get? A chicken sandwich? <laughs> spicy McChicken. Oh, you got a spicy yeah. McChicken with a purple Powerade. They don't have that in no, McDonald's. No, it was a Nope. No, it's a lemonade. It's a frosty. Uh, that's Wendy's. Oh, fuck. What the <laughs> fuck do they serve? What it was a that, lemonade. Like a milkshake or, or something? Uh, Mick. McFlurry. Uh, McFlurry. McFlurry. Oreo or M&M? I got the strawberry, strawberry shortcake, shortcake one. <laughs> I huh. knew it. It I tastes like a scooter it. crunch. Oh, we went through this before. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> I don't want to get You got to try one. Don't judge me until you try it. I'm not judging. It's not bad. I remembered the question. Oh. So... I know um, each each uh, firehouse has, like, their own tone on the scanner. So do you have to, like, memorize a tone when you get your little pager thing? Um, or does it, like, just go off when you get a call? Uh, I'm not sure. I know we use, like, an app. That's called, I think it's called Bricks. Okay. So the, we have, like, an app on our phone that goes right off. It sends, it's almost... Like an, it sounds like a kind of like an Amber Alert thing out mm-hmm. whenever a call goes off. Okay. So there's that, and then I don't know if anybody still does carry a pager or not, but um, Richard Bowens does. Rich does. I think it just goes by department. I'm sure we probably still do. So just some of them do. Yeah. Whenever, but. whenever your specific uh, house gets a call, then your phone goes off. Not just any any call. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, Coach. I'm sleeping. Because I I work with a guy that. He uh, he grew up with, like, scanners and stuff in his house all the time, and he had, like, a lot of different tones memorized. He'd hear a tone go off, and he's like, oh, there's Soda Center. Oh, that's Wallington's tone. It's like, mm-hmm. you've been listening to the scanner too long, dude. How do you memorize all that stuff? The good thing about the app, though, is usually because, like, most of the guys live pretty close. So you'll get the, the notification on the app before the, the like, whistle yeah. even goes off. Mm-hmm. So usually they'll get there as the whistle is going off. Right. So it's it's just quicker. Good yep. response time. Yeah, I like it's that. way faster. Yeah, my about that scanner, my grandpa and my grand uncle would listen to that all night long. Mm-hmm. My grandpa still does. Yeah. You go to his house every day, it's on. It's on. Yeah. I, I have one. I would I would listen to it all the time, but Brooke doesn't like it in the background all the time, so I don't really listen to it that much. I actually have a scanner app on my phone, too, that I listen to sometimes mm-hmm. if I hear a tone going off somewhere. Like if I'm at work, I can hear I can hear Wallington, I can hear Sodas. Um, I think I can hear Soda Center from work, so if I hear it, I'll flip the scan around and work to see what's going on. Do you know why they always blow the whistle at noontime every day? I think it's just to let people around know that it's noon. So To let you know it's lunchtime, <laughs> yep, baby. In case you no. don't have a clock. <laughs> yeah, no, so I don't know. Actually, I think I do know. Or This is what I was told, whether it's true or not. Back in the day, they would have to test the whistle every day. Mm. Oh, 
Makes so sense. that's why they would do it at noontime just to make sure that it works. That might make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might. Yeah. I just thought it was just there to uh, tell me it was lunchtime. <laughs> I think your stomach. Does I feel a good like it's. Good. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, not really. I feel not like lately. it's. A, I feel like it might be a combo platter of both. Yeah. I like how he threw platter in there. Platter. For lunchtime. Yeah, that's quite the propaganda. Yeah. Propaganda. It was a good propaganda. <laughs> I think the word you were looking for earlier is predicament. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it started with a P, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't really didn't pass English class too well. So <laughs> I was a big Spanish guy. I passed Spanish from 98. We'll start speaking Spanish. Yeah, like, Don't be a style yeah, leche. <laughs> apparently, we do speak Spanish if you're Miles. And, <laughs> and to Boca. Mm-hmm. Huh? And to Boca. No. Yeah. Uh, my future brother-in-law was tuning into the podcast down in Florida, and whatever he did, he got us in Spanish, so we were all speaking Spanish. Then he goes, <laughs> I'd like to this, hear what that sounds this like. This podcast <laughs> sucks. <laughs> we got to get Miles on here. Yeah, Miles, come up come he, up to New York. He said once we get the phone situation figured out, he he wouldn't mind being a regular caller, too. Hell yeah. Be all our, right. Our very own Florida man. Yep. <laughs> no kidding. Florida man calls into the quality bullshit podcast. Yeah, see? It writes itself. Florida man. Yeah, I think I can figure it out. We just got to get a get a burner, burner phone <laughs> and just plug it in right here phone. and then well, I don't I don't know how that would work. We'd have to shut Jed off because he's the the mic with the, the uh yeah, with the phone jack thing, so darn. You'd be alright. I well, think. I don't know. I'd have to read the directions. Maybe he could still talk with it, but... But what if so, I want to talk to him? <laughs> he might you still be able to. He said I'll have to read the directions, but that would be cool. I'll yeah. just I'd fly like to get down there and calls. talk on the phone with him. <laughs> you know what I've really been thinking about doing? Huh? We say this all the time, but we never do it. Here we go. Make a YouTube video out on the golf course. Buddy, your GoPro has been sitting in my truck since May 1st. I forget it and every single time we go to the course. By the way, it's I don't take what it is. <laughs> I don't take no liability with that. So if it gets broke, it's broke. Ah, it's there for duck season. We have to do it when the when there's nobody on the course. You got to constantly Honestly. set up a camera for every shot. Wow. Or just strap the old POV. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you can't see where the ball's. Well, not that uh, you can on a regular yeah. camera either, but. I'd like to at least see the swing right. on YouTube, not just... Well, that's why you bring your GoPro and strap it to the front of the cart or something. Yeah, and, yeah, just know. park behind yeah. it every shot. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. I got that clamp thing. I can just clip it on the windshield. That's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Eh, one of these days. Yeah. Well, does uh, anybody else have any other ideas? Not that I can think of. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I do either. No. All right, well, uh, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Quality Bullshit. Where the bullshit's worth listening to. See ya. See you later.